Hello, this is Ronnie Sage with the Impact Exchange. This last week at Shop Talk, we had the privilege of sitting down with Amy Schechter, CEO of Glam Squad. You're going to hear an episode where we focus more on her strategy, her vision of impact as it incorporated with Glam Squad and where they start and really how leading with passion is really enabling them to give back and make a difference. And with this passion, it becomes contagious around their community, becomes contagious with their employees, and becomes a centering point for their brand. I'm excited for you guys to hear this live shoot at Shop Talk 2019. Enjoy. Listeners, this is Ronnie Sage. You are tuning in to the Impact Exchange, a podcast where we discuss retail and the intersection of corporate social responsibility. We are live at Shop Talk 2019. I have an amazing guest, Amy Schechter, the CEO of Glam Squad. We are cheering in the room. Yeah. Hi, Amy. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me today. Delighted to be here. Very, very excited. Um, A lot of stuff going on here at Shop Talk. And we are getting a pulse on this new audience of millennials and all the changing in customers and consumers and all these new technologies. But today's conversation, we want to hear about all the great things you're doing in CSR and impact. And really, it's rooted in your brand and who you are. So before we jump into all that, tell me about Glam Squad. What is your story? So Glam Squad is Connected Beauty. We have a team of incredible beauty professionals who we um, send to consumers' homes to do hair, makeup, and nails anytime, anywhere. And we transform women into the best that they can be. And um, we do it in New York, L.A., Miami, D.C., Boston, and San Francisco. And um, the company's about five years old. Amazing. So tell me from both a team perspective and from a consumer perspective, customer what do you call your clients? Clients. Clients. Yes. Lovely. Okay. Just want to make sure we're using the right verbiage <laughs> yeah. here. Uh, so you're from your client's perspective. How do you, uh, w- what is your CSR strategy look like how, or corporate social responsibility look like? How do you give back? How does that become part of your brand? Just from a very high level and then we'll kind of dig in here. Sure. So I think, you know, as a business, we are very mission based because we help women look and feel their best so they can be their best. And our beauty pros are super passionate about ensuring that every single client they work with leaves the appointment with the feeling that they can conquer their day because they just had a glam squad experience. So our whole premise and our whole purpose of, for being is one that helps women really be the best that they can be. So um, that, I think that's the baseline. And then when um, we started talking about what we could do to transform all women's lives, we came upon a company called Thankful. And they are a company that has been created to help underserved women meet their greatest potential. It's amazing. And we partnered with them last year for the first time around International Women's Day. Sure. And it was a pretty magical experience. Imagine, if you will, it's a snowy um, March day in, um, in New York City. And we had a bus full of women from um, homeless shelters 
and um, safe houses in and around the greater New York area come to Tavern on the Green. And if you don't know Tavern on the Green, it's a fancy restaurant in the middle of Central Park. And these were women who have been, you know, living on the streets and living in shelters, had run from their families with really nothing at all in their lives. And we brought them um, with Thankful to Tavern on the Green, and we transformed them. They had um, a company that gave them new clothing and accessories, and we did their hair and makeup. And it was a pretty magical experience. The women said that in many cases, they were women that New Yorkers would pass on the street because of the way they looked, that they were invisible. And Glam Squad did their hair and makeup and other companies did, you know, gave them clothing. And it was absolutely incredible to see the women standing up straighter and um, being arm in arm with one of them and feeling so confident because they had hair and makeup and, you know, nicer clothes on. And one of the women um, that I was talking to said that she hadn't been touched in a sincere and warm way in almost 10 years. And she said the fact that not only was she seen, but that somebody actually took the time to stand in front of her and want to make her look and feel her best brought her to tears because she said it had been so long since that had happened. That's incredible. So these, these women and their interactions with you, I mean, that has to drive your, the teams around you as well. I mean, that has to feed the energy in the room and has to feed why your employees even want to come to work. Is that part of what you talk about with employees? Like when you're, you know, as your, as your team continues to grow, how, how many are you at right now? We have 75 employees. It's amazing. <laughs> so these 75 employees, how do you interact with them and how do, what does their engagement look like when they see this and they, you know, I'm sure they all are jumping at this opportunity to yeah. do these events as well. So we have our beauty pro community and we ask them to volunteer their services to help these women transform. Okay. And, um, we get such an outpouring of, uh, professionals that want to participate. It's unbelievable. And they want to because they feel like it's their opportunity to give back to women. And they're so passionate about their craft and the fact that every day they can do fashion shows and celebrities. But on these days, they get to transform women who really have nothing. You know, there's very little joy and celebration in many of these women's lives. And they know what happens when you do someone's hair and makeup and you make them look beautiful. So our beauty pros are passionate about it. And our employees have the opportunity to participate. As a matter of fact, we did something around Mother's Day with the Henry Street Settlement, which is one of the oldest settlements for women in the United States. And we did a hair, makeup, and nail takeover for the settlement. And again, the beauty pros got to participate and employees could volunteer their time to help set up and, you know, help the women come in. And we actually opened it up to women and children. So we had the women who were in the um, safe house with their, with their little kids come in and we did their nails and we did their hair and, um, and our employees got to participate. And 
and of course, you know, working for a company that gives back is something that is not only important, it's essential for all of us. Absolutely. So I have a quick stat here. 21% of employees are more productive based on Gallup's research when there is an opportunity to engage in volunteering. So I think that ties back exactly to what you're saying is it, that these employees want to work for you, it makes them involved in, in this community, and it makes them want, you know, feel good about not only making the paycheck, but also all the other good feelings that come with, yeah. with, with what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally am um, driven to to help, especially women and girls. Yeah. Um, it's Tell me why. Person. Where does that come from? Um, you know, I, I was doing volunteer work when I was very young. Sure. It was... Um, written into the fabric of who I was as as a daughter. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're required to do it, you don't think about having to do it. It's just a part of who you are. Mm -hmm. And so it is something that has its own momentum in your life. And I have been volunteering in so many different areas since I was very young, all the way through college. And as soon as I moved to New York from Boston, I... I knocked on the door of New York Cares and said, like, I'm what here to help. And so I think that when you're taught that, it becomes part of who you are. If you're not taught it, then I think, you know, having the opportunity to participate through your company sure. is a is an amazing way it, to give back. Especially when millennials have, I, I can only assume that a lot of your employees, just one of the largest work, it is the largest workforce at this point, um, that they, we, we don't have more money to spend. So right. the feeling that we're looking for in involvement is the hours that we could contribute back. So we're more conscious in the way we buy. We're more conscious in the products and services we use. And then it ends up being um, what we could give back is our time because all we have is time and money. So if we don't have more money to give because we're paying it to student loans, then we're going to give our time in a more meaningful way. Yeah. So that investment's amazing um, that, you, that you're enabling you know, your employees to invest in that way. I would love to understand how do you, you work with different brands, I'm sure, who are donating into this ecosystem that you're building of events and um, these service events. Uh, tell me about how these brands could, if they're listening or if they've already done stuff with you, mm -hmm. how are they engaging? Um, and then I want to call the action from you for anybody who's okay. listening to this. What, you know, tell me about how they're getting engaged and what they're doing. And that's all, that sounds like a huge opportunity to partner with, with yeah you. so um please help <laughs> there's a call to action um we are partnering with thankful again this year okay. and we are um they have a number of partners that they work with through their organization and we've been working really closely with other brands for our first event which launches on march 12th which is catering to underserved teens okay. in and around the new york market and then we are taking a group of teens from Mount Sinai Medical um, Center, Adolescent Center, and we are going to focus the efforts um, at Luminary, which is a women's organization that recently launched in New York, and they've offered their space, and we are going to hold workshops, mentoring workshops, to allow these young girls who have access to very little to connect with a mentor so that it's not just something that happens on that day, it's something that catapults them, hopefully, through the remainder of their, their high school experience, the girls are in high school, We're 
we're working with, um, we're trying to pull in lots of different um, vendors to, to give product because these are girls that don't have much. And we've been fortunate enough to secure amazing talent to come and speak to them. So one of the things we're going to be talking about is transitioning. And we got Gigi Gorgeous to come to speak to them about what it's been like for her sure. after transitioning. And then we That's have... That's untapped... I mean, that conversation is so untapped. Yeah. And um, I think it's amazing that within our generation, we're enabling these types of conversations and that we're empowering people in this in this extremely tough stage to, to have a voice and that's, that you're even addressing that. It's incredible. Yeah. And you know, what's amazing is that there are going to be um, a mixture of teens in the room and just creating that awareness around, you know, how do you talk to someone who's transitioning and people who are going to be transitioning? Sure. So that's going to be an amazing conversation. We also have Rebecca Black coming, who's going to be talking about her experiences um, with bullying. And then Kara Santana is coming to speak about entrepreneurship. And we have an amazing cast of people coming to speak about mental health issues as well as some fierce mavericks in the industry to come and speak to them about um, different topics that may be relevant for them. And we're trying to, we're working hard to put a gift bag together for items that would be critical for them given their um, socioeconomic background okay. and where they're currently living. So we're looking for shampoo, conditioner. We have a couple of brands already that have offered, you know, different kinds of items and we're looking to get what Whatever we can to make a robust bag so that they leave not only with their brain more um, emotionally connected, but also having product to help them live a happy life. Yes. I mean, so within those um, those clients that you bring in, because I would assume you still call them clients. Yes. yes? That's yes. awesome. Do you track their progress at all? How do you engage or do you engage um, with them through like their life cycle with you? You know, from the moment that they first get their first service, do you continue that relationship? We do. So we have um, a journey of emails and activations that we do with our clients. And um, we, we constantly keep the engagement and sure. the intimacy high. I mean, you can imagine what kind of personal connection you have with somebody that's in your home yep. for 45 minutes to an hour. It's a very unique and amazing relationship. So we have a lot of um, flexibility when it comes to our relationship with our clients. That's great. Um, from a marketing point of view, so I always give this statement before I continue to, to have this conversation, but I always say that businesses are in business to make money but by enabling you to make more money. You could give back more and you have to make money first before you can have an impact unless you know how to make money somehow that I don't, <laughs> but it's fantastic. You should make money. We, that's we're a capitalist economy and absolutely it's incredible. You built an incredible business. Um, how do you involve this message of impact? Cause there's authenticity challenge always because you are right. You, I mean, what, you've done is incredible and it's been in your DNA since childhood and it was a natural progression for you to have this into your business. It wasn't, I don't think a question from our earlier conversations that you were not going to do something like this. And it, it just, it was part of the, the, the plan. Um, but talking about that, even if it's part of the plan might not be on the forefront, but there's an opportunity to use it effectively to be part of your, cause you guys are living it and embodying it. And there's a way to talk about it authentically. Talk to me about how you, 
talk about it within your business that is, you know, authentic and comfortable and real to your customers that is part of your DNA and part of your story. So um, we really haven't talked about it a lot. It is just something that we've done. Sure. We did four amazing events last year, touching and changing the lives of many different types of women. We went to a senior citizen center. We went to a mental health center. We um, helped homeless women, refugee women, so many different types of women. Yeah. And we did not go out there and try to market the fact that we were doing this. We did yeah. it because it's super important totally. to me as a leader to give back. And the feedback that I got from our beauty pros was, if you ever have the opportunity, let's do it because we have a craft that can change the lives of yeah. women. Having said that, I just had a conversation with our marketing team to say, how do we do, how do we get awareness for this? Not because it's going to catapult Glam Squad's business. Correct. Actually, my intention is to help more women. So the more people that hear this will say, hey, I want to get involved. Um, last year, Becca helped with donations as well as supporting uh, it uh, with, you know, with makeup and, and also financially in kind. Yeah. In kind. Right. And, you know, th those are the kinds of things that, you know, the more we can get, the more we can do. We right. want to do, we want to go to LA and do the same thing in LA with underserved teens. You can imagine how many teens would benefit from this across the country. I'm, totally. I mean, how do we build a, I mean, there's an opportunity for incredible content and story around this that we, and it could be construed very negatively if, if people wanted to always, and people are always going to be naysayers to say, hey, look at this amazing story that Glam Squad is doing. But the intent of it is if we could talk about that in a much bigger scale and talk about all the incredible impact and market the amazing videos and people turning their lives around it. I mean, the videos that we watched, if you have not had the opportunity, where can you go to watch it? YouTube. They're on okay. YouTube. And search yeah. Glam Squad. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. To see these events and the fact that you haven't marketed them, but utilizing that content to get more brands to be involved, yes. to a call to action of this event's going to happen. If you want to partake in it, come and join this community of people. Here's ways you can volunteer. Or even people, I mean, even these underserved communities have cell phones and have social media. So being able to reach them where they are in a way that they might not be able to be reached otherwise, there's a potential to utilize marketing in a positive way, I think, right. that is untapped. Yes. And so I, I just, I'm excited to see you explore this and I would love to have a follow-up to, to learn how you would decide to activate on this when you do. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I, I think that it, it takes a certain consciousness um, for people to actively engage with this kind of event and activation. Um, and, you know, it's not something that is necessarily on the minds of all business leaders and all companies. It's surprising to me. It really is. Mm -hmm. You know, we certainly knock on the doors of enough people and say, hey, would you like to give? And there's a lot of no's. And what I say is you can give up a hundred of anything. I mean, we're looking for a hundred samples for March 12th for teen girls, like a t-shirt. I am sure you can give up a t-shirt. And it's surprising to me that people actually say no. And I know a lot of people's doors get knocked on and there's, you know, too much inquiry and not enough opportunity to give. But if you're not giving, there's so many easy ways to get involved, even if it is in kind yep. product. You don't have to build a team of beauty pros and 
rent a space and give hair and makeup, just put something in the in the gift bag and know that that product that you're giving them is changing the lives of a teen and or of of a woman. And and it's so easy to make an impact. So there's an interesting point there for any brands that are listening to this is that there's a way to be involved in an authentic way through product placement yes. that is very, very passive. You don't need to talk about it, but it's going to reach your end, your, really the end customer in a way more authentic way. And those customers are still people who are underprivileged potentially. That's right. And this is an opportunity to get involved and a, a way to build more authentic relationships as well. Um, where do you see Glam Squad going in the next two to five years in terms of your, what, what is your vision for the organization and where does CSR grow with you in this? What is hundred events? What is what is your what are your thoughts? Ooh, I would love to do one event in um, in every single market. And our vision for the company, we're in six markets today. I would love to be in twenty markets. Okay. So we would be doing events in every single market. I would love to be able to show other brands how to do this in the markets where we don't exist. So for me, it's. Um, not being a proprietor of this, but being an enabler so that other companies get involved and help. Awesome. Um, help. Yeah. Help. Great. No, that's great. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us. If there's one last thing that you, I wanted to just touch on is as you continue to go into these new markets, you mentioned you're in six markets today, you're continuing to grow. What is the, um, your, your vision for this very last next step? What do you want to do with the organization? Give me, uh, what should we watch out for in the next year? Where should, we, where, should, where should we look for you? What are you going to be doing? I envision us contributing a percent of sales of our newly launched hairstyling products to um, too Thankful. And it's not something that we have done yet, but it is my vision to be able to not only give back with services, but to give back to an organization that is focused on changing the lives of women. Love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Um, Amy Schechter, CEO of Glam Squad. They're out of New York City, but they're in six states across the United States and rapidly expanding. They have an incredible mission. If you don't know who they are, go to glamsquad.com. We're going to do a follow-up article about this and post it all over our social. They have incredible events coming up in the near term. Amy, I'm going to ask you one last question. When's your next event? Do you know yet? March 12th. It is in New York City for the underserved girls and transitioning girls. And if anybody wants to give, please reach out to me at amy at glamsquad.com. And I would be happy to include 100 of your items into our amazing gift bag. Awesome. Thank you for joining us today at Shop Talk. We will have more for you coming up. 